It's 228 on a spectacular springtime day here in Pittsburgh, but we also are less than one week away from the tax filing deadline. Is it too late to make changes that can make a difference in terms of how much income tax you will have to pay? Joining us on the Disk Institute of Pittsburgh Newsline is our next guest as we welcome back to the program, and he has been here before. Uh, his name is Chris Caroso, and we're really glad to have him here because he is not only a certified trust and fiduciary advisor, but he also is an MBA, and we've had him on before to talk about his book, which is The Parent's Guide to Turning Your Teen into a Millionaire, and Chris, it is wonderful to have you back talking about finances and money and some last-minute things we can do and look at when it comes to taxes. Thanks for your time today. Well, thanks for having me, and I'm excited to share more ideas with you. Well, the one thing I think that for many people that uh, I think has probably become pretty well known is that if you do not have access to a retirement account at work, you can fund your own individual retirement account, and then the amount that you contribute there can be reduced from your taxable income. Is that still the same, meaning that that's sort of the, the overall uh, perception of of how it works. Has anything changed there that, that precludes somebody from still doing that in 2023? Not really. It, it, that's the best way to approach it. If you're not covered by your company, you should start your own IRA. Is there a difference in terms of how much you can save if you do a traditional IRA as opposed to a Roth IRA? I realize that the the actual earnings will be handled differently, but is there a difference from a tax standpoint immediately? Well, the only big difference is how much you can contribute. You're capped at how much you can contribute to an IRA, a traditional IRA. Now, it changes from year to year. It's $6,500 right now for last year, but it's going up again for the coming year. But your, your cap at a 401k plan is much higher. And it, and that includes, that's not even including the match. The match that you get from the company is over and above that. So that's really the advantage of a 401k. You could save a lot more money, a lot quicker than you can in a traditional IRA. However, if you don't have access to that, or if you're a sole proprietor or you, you don't have a retirement plan through work, it may be that you're better off to go ahead and do something through an IRA rather than doing nothing, correct? That is right. But if you're a sole proprietor, there are different types of IRAs. So you'll need to talk to your accountant to see if any of those other types of IRAs apply to you. Certain types of IRAs, those are for business owners only, we'll allow you to save a little bit more. So, Chris, take us through the issues in terms of timing and deadline and those sorts of things, meaning that, you know, the tax deadline is April 18th. If we do something before then, you still have the ability to do something for last year. In, in what circumstances? In what ways? So to set up a traditional IRA, you do have up until the tax filing deadline to set it up for last year. Some of these other supercharged IRAs you would have needed to start as of December 31st of the year that it started. So that would have been last December for last year's money. But again, you need to talk to your tax accountant if you're going to find out exactly what this applies and how it applies to you if you're a business owner. If you're not a business owner, just a regular employee, then yep, you have until April 8th, 15th or 18th this year to set it up 
for the IRA money that's being contributed from last year's earnings. Christopher Caroso joining us here on KDKA, a graduate of Yale University and MBA, talking about some last-minute things you can do to make a difference in terms of the amount of money coming out that you'll have to pay. What about dealing with, and, and I know you've written a book about this, that talks about the child IRA, being able to take advantage of the child IRA. How does that impact a parent's bottom line, and how does it ultimately help a child in terms of starting to grow some savings lifelong. This is one of the most overlooked aspects of reducing your taxes, and that's if your child, if your minor child has a job and earns money. Let's say your child is a teenager and the child works over the summer, earns some money. Some parents will just include that into their own income, and then they're going to pay the tax rate at their level. But if you have a child file separately, Maybe they don't have to pay any income at all. But here's the thing. That child should also be setting up an IRA, a child IRA, because chances are if the child is not earning any tax or not paying any taxes on it because the child has not earned enough money above the standardized deduction, then that money's all tax-free. There's no advantage of opening up a traditional IRA. However, there's a big advantage in opening up, opening up a Roth IRA. Roth IRA means that as it grows, you're never going to pay taxes on it when you take it out, you know, assuming you hold it until, you know, when you're supposed to hold it. So that's one of the most overlooked things that parents don't really notice or don't think about. And I think that really they need to talk to their accountant about how this would apply to them, how this works for them. Because different situations occur between the parent and the child that the accountant is going to be most familiar with. Are all of the loopholes at this point closed? Is there anything out there that you can still take advantage of other than the IRAs that we've discussed? Well, there is something that's going to start next year. It's not a loophole that's closed. It's actually a, a loophole that might be opening. And that's if the parent invests into a 529 plan. A 529 plan is designed to help children and their education, fund their education. And that money has traditionally been captured forever. The law that was passed last December, Secure Act 2.0, now allows parents to put excess savings in those 529 plans into IRAs for their children, Roth IRAs to boot. So you're not paying taxes on it. There are some rules on how it works. It doesn't become effective until next year. The 529 plan has to have been in existence for 15 years. That's a big hurdle. But this is a, this is a new opportunity that parents have, especially parents of very young children. Big opportunity for them. We very much appreciate you jumping in here and being with us. If you want to learn more about Chris Carosa and his book, which is The Parent's Guide to Turning Your Teen into a Millionaire, he's got a website. It's childira.com, childira.com. Hey, Chris, thanks so much for helping us to get smarter here today on a beautiful Thursday afternoon. Thanks a lot, Rick. We'll talk to you later. Always good stuff from Chris Carosa here on KDKA. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.